I'm Kyle. And I'm Brandy. And this is the Living the Life We Love podcast. A podcast where we talk all things marriage, family, fun, and everything in between. Join us each week for great conversation and lots of laughs. We can't wait to share the life we love with you. And here we are. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> Back in the stewed. You've never started with a Merry Christmas nope. before. Changing it up. Mm. Back in the stewed. Back in the studio. On our floor. We have chairs. They're just not in here. Why aren't they in here? Because they're in, the, in our bedroom and in the gym. And because there's no room in here. There isn't. Why is there no room in here today? Because this is a very special episode. It is. And we have two very special guests with us today. We do. Who do we have, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to do. They're like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with I my hands. I don't know what to do with my... It's like spaceship. <laughs> hey, if you ain't first or last, jump on up in here, Evan. Hello. We got Evan Thomas, number two son. That's me. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Evan. Do you like long walks <laughs> on the beach? Uh, no. Oh. And? Mason, I do like long walks on the beach. <laughs> oh. Tell us more. <laughs> um, I think they're quite peaceful. Oh, tell us more about yourself. Oh, um, I am the oldest of the family. You are, this is your second appearance on the show. It is. It is. So they're in the two-timers club. They are. Yeah. We're in the 22nd timers. Well, we don't count. Because this is our 22nd episode. It is. It is. 22. Ooh, ooh, a silent golf clap from, from Evan. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Evan. Kevin, Boosh, Bubba? Yeah. All of them? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> How are you guys doing? You ready for this episode? Are you excited? Sure am. I am. I am. They half know what they're doing here and half don't. That's fine. That's fine. So, Same with me. Yeah, exactly. Every episode. Yep. Half know, half don't. Yep. That's, um, that's so true. we'll start off. Let's start off with our uh, little housekeeping. Okay. We let's already went through our special guests. Um, if you hear some like weirdness in the mics, it's because we're sharing mics with this episode. So there yes. might be some closeness and far away or some rustling. Yes. Perhaps. Yes. Some movement. Yes. But we'll make it sound good. Um, yeah. We're we're we only got two mics until then. We until. Yes, we'll have four in the new studio. Yes. For instances but like currently this. currently we only have two. Yes. Evan's like very excited about this whole Buddy, situation. Buddy, hop up here and say something. What do you got to say? What do I, what do I say? What do you want to say? I don't you know. You look like you have something to say. I don't have anything to say. I'm just excited for the the new studs. Yeah. yeah. Studs. Yeah. Dedication party to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that at the end because that's one of my pits. Okay. Um. But if you follow us on Instagram, yes, and if you don't, our Instagram handle is Living the Life We Love Podcast. Uh, you may notice that we have posted some reels. Yes, we're getting into the reels. We might be, be about six years too late to the reels game. Yeah, pretty much. Mason, Evan is shaking his head. Um, yes, we are not with it. No. When it comes to the reels. We finally figured out what it was. Yes. And we're trying to get with it. Yes. So we figured that might be the best way because reels are very popular right now. Yes. That that would be a good way to. Get us out there. Advertise the podcast. Yeah. So we've made a couple. 
Yep, we need to make more. Mm-hmm. We're already behind. Yep, because we were supposed to post another one on Thursday, and yep. that didn't happen. But we'll we're gonna get there. Yeah, we're so gonna get just, there. Just with a the reels. just a quick heads up. If you see some reels popping up, share them. Share them. Like them. Like share them. Yeah. Uh, we hope you enjoy them. You could stop moving. <laughs> You're like a little ant in a jar. Could you not? That is the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. Have you seen an ant in a jar? I honestly just made it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they kind of just thrive. They don't thrive. Yes, they do. Well, they don't make it out. This is true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> don't do, don't cough. Sorry. Just don't exist until we tell you. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, reels. reels. And then in case you also haven't seen... um. Oh, yeah, you haven't because Brandy didn't make a video yet. Guys, he keeps he keeps telling me that he's not going to bring it up, but then he does. Mm, so then make I it. I was learning reels this week, so okay, I had Okay, what about the other six weeks that you've promised a how-to video on reviewing Apple iTunes? Yes, I understand, babe. I'll figure it out at some point. Maybe I'll make reels about it. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me, Evan. What is she even doing at all day, Evan? I don't know. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. Don't answer. Yeah, don't answer that question. That they, If you answer that question, it's only going to get you into trouble. Do you got anything before we get into the meat? Um, our last podcast made some people emotional. It did. It did. Evan and Mason are surprised by this because for some reason they don't listen to our podcast. Losers. <laughs> they listened to the first couple. They're Fairweather fans. I know. And then they probably listened to the ones that they weren't, the one they were in. Yeah, just to hear their voices. They listen then, to this one. Yeah. And then. You know, the people on the podcast cannot see you nod your head. <laughs> just so you know. So if you want to hop up in here and chickity chime in. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but that's, I think that's all I have. All right, so here we are, episode 22. Yes. Uh, we are going to talk about love languages for kids. We are. We had already covered love languages for adults. And that... Uh, adults, got, yep, adults. Got a lot of feedback on that. Got a lot of questions. Yep. Um, so we decided to jump in and read the book on love languages for kids. Yes. So we picked up the book when we were at our weekend to remember. Mm-hmm. And it is by the same author, Gary Chapman. Gary Chaps, shout out. <laughs> and it is called The Five Love Languages for Children. Which are you guys? Um, I'm considered se- a, kil- a children now. What 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 did you expect to be ex- ex- acknowledged as? A tween. Oh, oh a tween. You can hush that. <laughs> you are not there yet. He is. Because... What is tween? Tween is 11 and 12, is it not? He's 11. Barely. Oh. Oh. Did you not know he was 11? I'm turning 12 in like two months. I knew he was somewhere around there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love. <laughs> oh, sibling. All right, so, Gary, so it says Gary the Jammin. secret to loving children effectively. We're going to talk about that. Do you guys feel that we love you effectively? Yes. Yes. Oh wow! The synchronization. We did. We did not pay for them. That we. That did was not, not a paid advertisement. That was not a paid answer. Just to let you know. 
But we do love you. We really did not at all talk about what we were talking about today with the children. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, after you hear this episode, maybe you'll have something else to say at the end. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Okay. So, we discussed the five love languages for adults Mm -hmm. prior on a different podcast. I don't even know what episode that was. Kyle let me probably, let me rustle through some pages. Kyle here. could probably tell us what episode that was. So twelve. Episode twelve. So if you have not listened to episode twelve, go back and listen to episode twelve about love languages. So we discussed the five love languages on episode twelve, and those same love languages apply to children. Believe it or not. Yep. Same ones. Yeah. 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 So. Other than our spouse, we want to love our kids well, and we do that by how? How do we love our kids well? By learning how they want to be loved. Correct. Because you can't just love them. You got to love them how they feel love. Because in case you guys don't know, um, do they know what love languages are? I don't know. Ask them. You guys took the test. Kind of here and there. I took the test. I don't know what it means. Okay. But I took the test. <laughs> okay. Evan, do you know? Do you have an idea what love languages are? No. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so. Quick breakdown. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. You. You want more. me to do it? Yeah. Okay. So love languages, there are five love languages, and I'm actually going to say them right now. So that is acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, gifts, and quality time. And those are ways that we show love to people. Now, most people have one or two love languages that are like their top love languages, that they feel loved the most when people do those things to them. So like, let's say my love language is words of affirmation. So that's like telling me that you love me, um, telling me that I did a good job, telling me... Saying thank you. Saying thank you for the things that I do around the house. Affirming her with words of things that she has done or something like that. Okay. So, but if dad were to, gifts is on the low end of my list. So if dad were to give me a bunch of gifts, I would thank him for the gifts and I would appreciate those gifts, but I don't feel love when he gives me gifts. I feel love when he thanks me and tells me I'm doing a great job. Do you understand? Okay. So you kind of understand okay. it. So they're all kind of like that. Physical touch, you like to be touched. Quality time, you like time spent with you. So we're going to give... We're going we're to give a little overview of each one. Yep, a little overview. Okay. And then we'll hop into some questions for the crowd. So what do these... We, there are five love languages. We just went over them. And what do these... They look a little differently than they do for adults, than they do for kids. Yes, the verbiage is, is pretty different. Yes, just like how we show love with those love languages. So first one we're going to go over is physical touch, other otherwise known as affection. Affection. Okay? So physical touch is like hugging, okay? But we can see that like... Physical touch with kids can tend to lessen over time, okay? So like with a newborn baby or a toddler, you're going to... Hold them constantly. Hold them constantly. Hug them, We're them, hugging them, because they rely on Smell you them. 
and your touch all the time. You have to hold them to feed them. You have to do all of those things. They can't do a whole lot for themselves. So we give them a lot of physical attention. School age kids. So that's like. You. No. We're going to go like five years old, like kindergarten, to about 10 years old. School age kids, they like to have lots of hugs, okay? There's actually a quote from the book that I'm going to read. Ooh, Ooh, we have a quote. We have a reference. (laughs) And this is about physical touch for school age children. When your child begins school, he still has a strong need for physical touch. A hug given as he leaves each morning may be the difference between emotional security and insecurity throughout the day. A hug when a child returns home may determine whether your child has a quiet evening of positive mental and physical activity or makes a rambunctious effort to get your attention. Why is this? Children are facing new experiences at school each day, and they feel both positive and negative emotions towards teachers and peers. Therefore, home should be a haven, a place where love is secure. So when kids are starting off going to school, school, they're going from being home all the time, where mom and dad are constantly giving them love, mom, dad, family are constantly giving them love, and then they're going to school. Where what happens at school? What are things that are, happen at school that are different than at home? Go ahead, boys. Anything? This is what you're here for. Um, something that's different at school than at home is you're around a lot of people that you may not know. Very true. You're around a lot of different people. And I'm guessing not a lot of people are giving you hugs at school. Well, I kind of love getting hugs. Well, I know, <laughs> but in a, in a generality, if you're not Evan May. Well, like, yeah, not really, but, like, I'm, like, a hug kind of person. Yes. So so when we're at school, we're coming in contact. We're, okay, so at home, we're co- around people that we love, right, and that love us. At school, we're around a bunch of different people. We're a bun- around friends. We're ar- around kids that we don't like. And that don't like us. We're around teachers that are not giving you full attention because they have all of these other people that they have to take care of too. So when they when school age children go to school, it's really one of their first experiences of not being the center of attention in their family or not feeling that conditional love. So we need to make sure that when we send our school-age children off to school, that we give hugs, that we tell them to have a great day, that we make them feel secure and know that they're going to come home to that that security. So do you guys get hugs every morning before you go to school? Yes. 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 And every night before you go to bed. Yes. Yes. And most times when you come home, sometimes it gets a little crazy, but at least a hello, how was your day? Yeah. Yes. Or a high five or a nooks. So, yep. um, and of course, school age boys can be less responsive to the affectionateness, right? Um, unless their love language is physical touch, some boys can, you know, not want the hug, the hugs. Right, yes. Mason, 
went through a not wanting the hug space. We still force it on them. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, But they still need that physical need. And what are some ways that with boys you can do the physical touch need but not hugging? Got any ideas? Nux. High fives. I love giving high fives. What is something that, Dad, you guys like to do when we were growing up, when you were growing up with Dad every once in a while? Our secret handshake. Secret handshakes. That's a great one. What else does Jace love to do with dad? Wrestle. Yes. They love wrestling in the living room. So. Well, they all loved it, but school, if we're talking school age. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, that's a great. Looking at you. (laughs) That's a great way when you have a son or daughter that doesn't like that hugging, like affectionate physical touch to give it to them in other ways. Teens and tweens with hey physi- you guys with physical touch, we are teaching you guys how to be in relationships where physical touch is going to be happening. When you get into relationships with friends or with boyfriends or girlfriends, physical touch is part of that. So when we are showing you love and affection with physical touch, we're helping you to learn how to do that in your own relationships. Yeah, how to hug. And boys do tend to pull back with the physical touch, with the hugs and everything, because they think it's too feminine or they just don't like to be touched. Some boys, not you, Evan. And girls, actually, I thought this was really interesting. Girls, when they're teens and tweens, kind of go through this awkward phase because their dads are also going through awkward phases. Their little girls are growing up and they really don't know how to act around them because they're growing up and they're not sure if their daughters still want to be doted on and loved by dad, but they do. So, you know, keep giving your daughters love because your healthy relationship with them is only going to be their healthy relationship with men in the future. Not going to cry. Not going to come. Nope. Not going to cry. Not gonna, Kyle's cried enough this week. We're He's recording not... this the day before my sweet, sweet princess turned seven. So, yep. Kyle's so going to cry. I'm, uh, um, so, if your it. kid is a physical touch kid, hugs, cuddles on the couch. Love cuddles. Um, Even Big Mesa over there loves cuddling, right? Yeah. Love them the best. Yeah. Half, high fives. Um, group hugs. We always do a group hug. When do we gro- do a group hug? Uh, when dad leaves for traveling. Yep. Uh, sometimes we do it before vacations. Yep, that's Very true. Yep. That's true. So we always do a group hug, um, especially with like a big thing. Yeah. There's always a group hug. Um, and another way to do physical touch is like playing sports because you're being physical. So that's a great way. Um, would, our, would our three claps be physical touch? Mm, no, because they're not touching each other. Oh, okay. That might be like words of affirmation. Um, When your child is sick or hurt, spending extra time with them. And then um, holding hands during prayer was another one. And then also we need to remember that after disciplining our children that we give them hugs. Because just because we are disciplining them, just because we are angry or frustrated with their actions and they need to be disciplined does not mean that our love for them goes away. That's why we so, hugged you guys so much this week. <laughs> oh. We're getting major rolls eyes. Oh. So next. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> so next we're going to talk about words of affirmation. 
Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. And we're getting head shakes. Kevin, so, you love the jokes, bro. Come on, man. So I only like the good ones. <laughs> Are they any, ever good? Only like... 30% oh, I heard today that um, FedEx and UPS are merging companies. Really? Yeah, they're going to be called Fed Up. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, words of affirmation. Bro, so. <laughs> for as much as you hate it, now him, he's laughing. Love him. He's dying. Okay. <laughs> so, words of affirmation. We need to give our kids the right kind of praise. But we need to remember that praising too often can be what? Damaging. It can be damaging because, first of all, we don't want to get their heads too big. Yes. No, and one's, no one's perfect. No. And exactly. Because praising too often can create a child that's spoiled. And we all know what that's like. We've all encountered that, that child. Yes. We have one of those in our household. Is that one in this room? No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, she is not in this room. <laughs> we, Mason, have we created a monster? Slightly. I will not give my comment on this show. <laughs> <laughs> because you've contributed, haven't you? This is true. <laughs> <laughs> At least you guys agree. So we want to encourage our kids and we want to do it positively. But we also don't want... To only. to only. Yes. There has to be a balance. Yes. We always want to encourage them. Yes. But we want to make sure that we're not spoiling them in the process. Yes. One of the interesting things that I read about is talking about the words, I love you, and how I love you should always stand alone. If you are asking something of a child or requesting something of a child or whatever, after the words I love you, it always cancels the I love you out. So if you're saying, I love you, but can you go do the dishes? Or I love you, but I really need you to do this. It's really taking away that whole I love you and it's and, and it's creating a request. It makes your kids feel like you only love them because they're going to go and do this that for, your love thing is a for reward. you. Yes, that your love is because they're providing something for you. Yes. You want your children to feel the love whether they're doing those things or not. So um, how do we show words of affirmation? So you said our three claps. Mm -hmm. What do we do? What are our three claps? Um, do the children want to explain what the three claps are? Yeah, hop in here, guys. Okay, so like whenever like something good happens... Like, we normally do, like, yeah, like, three claps for everyone, and then it's, like... Well, say, say, like... Okay, say, like, Mason, do one. Okay. Three claps for Evan. And it'll so be, like, it super yeah. random. Yeah, we'll yeah. do it at the dinner table, in the car, at a restaurant. So whenever something good happens, when somebody does something good on a t test, when yeah. somebody gets CPC at the table, that's Clean Plate Club, when anything, anything good Anybody can shout out three claps for whoever, yep. and we all clap. And usually in unison, we're pretty darn good at it. Yes. Yeah. So words of, that would be, three claps would be words of affirmation. Okay. Um, notes of encouragement in your lunches, Ooh. in kids' lunches. Does, does anybody leave you guys notes in the mornings? Uh, you do sometimes. You, 
Do you remember that year that I sent you a joke in your lunchbox? It was every single day, I think, for about maybe two years that you would send me a joke in my lunchbox. And then what happened at school? They would read them out during lunch. And then what happened when mom forgot? No, I didn't forget. We went on vacation. Oh. And And the lunch ladies called up to the front office because they didn't have a joke and all the kids were upset that there wasn't a joke. And so they had to look up a joke online for that week because I didn't send in my joke. The lunchroom fell silent. Yep. It was awesome. I felt pretty special. Send a text to older kids. Do you guys ever get texts saying that that we love you and that you're doing awesome or that we're proud of you? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nicknames. So like nicknames that you have, just you and your kids. Um, That's kind of like terms terms of endearment, right? Does anyone in here have a nickname? Uh, My nickname is Bushka. Or? Bubba. Or? Bubba Bushka. Or? (laughs) Sweet Babu. Sweet Babu, yeah. Or? Kevin. Evan has a lot. I think Evan has the most in our family. And I think I have none. (laughs) You're Meso. That's like his name, though. Without the M. Oh, three claps for Evan getting his spelling right. (laughs) (laughs) I love you is words of affirmation. Nice. Um, When they feel down, share how they make you proud. You know, the best way to get somebody that feels down back up is giving them words of affirmation and a compliment. And then just mentioning specific compliments, just kind of like how we do with three claps. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about quality time. Ooh. Ooh. And quality time does not require that you go somewhere special. Okay, you can do quality time in your living room. You can do quality time in the front yard. You can do quality time in the backyard. You don't need to go anywhere to do quality time with your kids. Your time just has to be dedicated to your kids. It is doing things together and getting to know them well. Your children are constantly changing. I mean, one, you think you know your kids and then something changes and you're learning something new about them. So, I mean, you need to spend time with your kids and get to know them because they're constantly evolving and turning into the people that they are. If you're watching TV, try and sit down and watch one of their shows. Yeah. Take interest in it. Ask them questions. Yeah. So sharing your thoughts and feelings with each other, quality conversations. And this brings me to something that I thought was super interesting. And I'm actually really glad that it was sent home when when it was. So when Mason was in kindergarten... And this is the only time I ever received this sheet. I never got it for any of my others, and I'm thankful that I got it with Mason because he's the oldest. So when Mason was in kindergarten, they sent home this sheet, and it kind of talked about how to talk to them about their day and find out about their day. What it said was, do not ask, how was your day? Because, Evan, how was your day? Uh, good. Okay, that's what you're gonna get. That's it. That's all. What did that tell? What did good tell me about your day? I don't know. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. That it was I know a nothing. Good. I know nothing from good. I don't know anything that you did. What What question do I ask you guys? I go, "How's your day?" You say, "Good," and then I say, 
Anything hey. exciting, fantastic, or wonderful happen? Yep. Yep. Um, so, And then you guys always say, ooh, there was a kangaroo loose on the playground today. Yeah, that's happened. I know, Evan, he's weird. So when we ask our kids, when our kids come home from school, don't ask them how their day was because you're just going to get a good. If you really want to know and you really care about, about knowing about their day, then ask them what questions. What did you do in gym today? What did you do at recess today? What did you have for lunch today? What are you, like, Evan, what do I ask you every day when we go to to rehearsal uh you asked me like what i'm learning in each of my classes yes what are you are learning in each of your classes because that's going to spark other conversation i always ask do you have any homework that's usually a yes or no answer and sometimes you tell me the truth and sometimes you don't Whoa. but one of our conversations this week but i love you <laughs> <laughs> kevin but don't ask your just ask your kids how was your day because that's not going to get you the information that you want to know. So, um, how do we do quality time? Kyle already talked talked about watching a show that they like. Watching TV with your kids is not quality time. Watching TV and Ask and watching something they want to watch and asking them about that show and like asking questions about a movie or whatnot, that's quality time. There's conversation and there's and during those commercials, you ask questions. Boom. I mean, I know with streaming, there's not always commercials, but make sure you have eye contact when talking. Ooh, Evan's just staring deeply into my eyes. Remember that listening is an active thing. You don't want to be hearing your kids. You want to be actively listening to them. So if that means stopping what you're doing and listening to what they're do they're saying so that they feel heard, that's what you need to be doing. Ask specific questions about the day. We already talked about that. Take them to the park and play with them. Don't just sit on a bench and watch them play. Actually play with them. Push them on the swings. Me and play tag. Me do and the bro. things. Going to the swing set. Yep. Um, have a date day. Have your kids be involved in vacation planning. Our kids are heavily involved in vacation planning. Oh, yeah. Yep, they sure are. Are you going to focus? You're going to count down. Can <laughs> um, we ask you guys about vacation planning? Yeah. Yes. Yep, we always ask them where they want to go, what they want to do when we get there, all of the things. We show them all of the places that we're looking at um, renting for um, accommodations and all of that. Crowding me, bro. Well, I don't have really any space. I don't have any space either. Uh, well, that do you understand why Mason's not over there with Dad? Yeah. Okay. Have meals together, bedtime, whether it's reading stories or singing songs or whatever you might do before what your bedtime routine is, but that is important quality time. For our older kids, helping them with homework. If you understand the homework. Yes. I don't understand Mason's homework. I wish you had history homework. I Thank can help you with that. Thankfully, Mason has a math teacher aunt. Shout out Auntie Jackie. But I think Mason's still going, is starting to go above her, her math situation and knowledge. But is there a last one? So gifts. Gifts should never be a payback or a bribe. They should always be undeserved. Don't give presents 
to substitute your presence. So you being around your kids is more important. Do not give them gifts because you're not around. Kyle, how's that one work for you? Why are you making a voice, a, a, a face? Because I'm not around a lot, so I give gifts. <laughs> is that true? Yes, yes. it is true. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Well, if I'm gone traveling and I can't get home, I, I always get you guys gifts, don't I? Yes. Yeah. Make sure you got ice cream or something. Or It is not about how big or small the gifts are. It is about how they make your child feel. So how do we give gifts? We can make a meal that your child likes. It doesn't always have to be a physical thing. Like today, Mason had wanted Italian beef sandwiches, and that's what we made tonight for dinner. Ask any shall receipt. Take your child to a special restaurant that they like. Give them a coupon book with like a choose dinner coupon or a extra time before bed. Or What's your favorite restaurant, Mason? Culver's. What's your favorite restaurant, Boosh? Uh... I don't know. Three, two, one. Oh, Plum Garden. Nice. Um, host a party instead of giving them a birthday gift. So Kyle and I do that. We don't usually give the kids big birthday gifts, which just reminded me of something. Um, but we throw parties for the kids, and um, that gives them the opportunity to have time with their friends and things like that. And then another idea is to keep a small bag of um, small things to randomly give your gift your child. Last one, Kyle, acts of service. Acts of service. So we, ser- as parents, we serve our children. That's what we're constantly doing. We are serving our children. And but when but what we're doing by serving them is teaching them one how to serve themselves. And two, how to serve others. So we want to teach our children how to act and how to help others and and be grateful for what others do for them. So we kind of go from this idea of commanding that kids do things when they're littler mm-hmm to requesting that they do things when they're older. Because as they get older, we want them to show a their own way of doing things. Yes. Example of this is your uncle or their uncle gives them a gift for their birthday. And when they're younger, you say, say thank you. Because are they really thinking when they're Four or five and to they have say a brand thank new, you. Yeah, shiny, shiny. So Beretta you say, say thank. In front of them. I would hope not at four or five. <laughs> say thank you to your uncle, but as they get older, it is more like, would you like to say anything to your uncle for giving you that gift? So you're kind of insinuating what they need to be doing instead of telling them what they need to be doing. And as they become older, they become more aware of what is being done for them. Or at least that's the goal. That's the goal. The goal is for our children to see what others are doing for them and to be thankful for that and to then also serve others and learn to serve themselves. Words of affirmation and acts of service are like my top two. I can 
100% admit that because acts of service is my love language, I give it a lot, probably to the point where I give it too much. And I have helped my children too much to the point that sometimes they can't help themselves. Yes. And it's hard for them to help themselves because they've been helped by mom too much. So I'm learning that about myself, especially after reading this book, that I need to kind of back it up because I know that my children are capable of doing things and I need to step back where I know that they're capable and let them do things on their own. So how can we acts of service and give our kids acts of service? We can help them with their sports. We can give them homework help. We can surprise them with a breakfast before school. I've done this a couple times, but not lately. Yeah, Evan just rolled his eyes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, normally, she doesn't make us breakfast. Because uh, there was this one time. <laughs> there was this one time. <laughs> I think it was a couple of years ago, uh, sixth grade, before COVID hit. First day of school, we had pancakes, and I got a letter pancake, or an attempted le letter pancake of the letter M. It was more of a half N than an M. It's the effort that counts. Thanks, Mason. That was terrible words of affirmation, but the, thank you. The only, the really only time recently that I've gotten my breakfast made for me is when we were in a rush because my mom forgot to, uh, she forgot to wake me up. So we were like kind of in a rush because I had like yes. 10 minutes. These that are not words very, of affirmation yes. for your mom. These are not words of affirmation for me, but I love you anyway. Teach the importance of serving others. Um, one thing that we do is a birthday dinner tradition. So the kids get to choose what their birthday dinner is. Um, and then we all are there together or work together to study for a test for those older ones. So... Go ahead, Mason. If you can understand yes. the test material. <laughs> yes, that's very important. So how do we determine what our kids' love languages are? One, we can observe how they express love to you and to others. Just like with adults, you're the best at the love language that you want the most, that you need the most, that you feel love with the most. So you can observe how your kids love other people and how they love you, that is most likely going to be their primary love language. We can also listen to what our child children request the most often. If your children are constantly requesting time with you, then clearly that's a quality time issue. If I think gifts are a really hard one because I think a lot of kids like gifts. <laughs> so that's not really one that I would really be able to, you could really tell. Words of affirmation is one that I think would could apply. A lot of kids, and especially some of our kids, definitely change when we are affirming them and giving them positivity. Yes. Look at what some of your kids' common complaints are. Like, what are they complaining that they're not getting? What are they asking for? But also, what are they complaining that they're not getting from you? So you're never home, you don't spend time with me, like what are they complaining about? Or you can give them a choice between two things. Um, you can say, do you want to go outside and play soccer with me? Or do you want to go and go get ice cream? Because ice cream would technically be like a gift yes, situation. Yes. So... 
Also, there is a quiz on the Love Languages website for kids. It's the same quiz. You would click on Love Languages quiz, and then there's like an age situation. So with this, we had the two older boys, Mason and Evan, take the quiz, and theirs came out very accurate. accurate. Yes, I would say. Um, Jace's and Mila's, I think Mila's was right, but Jace's was not at all. And we knew Jace's before he took the quiz. So like we had kind of, we had guessed what our kids love languages are. And then we had them take the quizzes. Jace's was the only one that was not accurate. Yes. But I think that the little kids quiz is kind of hard to determine for them, the questions were the very questions vague were and broad. very yes, correct. So, do we want to go through the kids' love languages? Um, let me ask our let me ask my questions, okay. and then we'll give the overview of who is what. Okay, so Kyle's Get, yeah, got it's getting a little roasty. It is here. a little warm. There are four people in a very small closet, and the so heater I'm vent is on. Take off. Can my, I have the notebook? Yes, you can. For my questions. Yes, you can. All right, here's where you guys ch chime in, okay? Here we go. Dad's got Let's some, go. Dad's got some questions for you. Okay, so before the podcast and before the quiz that you guys took, had you ever heard of love language before? No. When I took the quiz, yes. I said before the quiz. Then no. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so Mason. Because they didn't listen to the podcast that we talked oh. about love languages. That's why they hadn't heard B -b 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 about it. Burn. Man, I wish we had a button I could push for bur, 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 like a like a voiceover that says, yeah. you got burned. We can figure that out. Yeah, that'll be on the next mixing board. Yeah. Um, Mason, what yes. is your love language? Do you remember? Nope. Got it right here. Ma Mason is quality time and words of affirmation. Then my love languages are quality time and <laughs> words of affirmation. Okay. Evan, do you remember yours? Yeah, uh, I just read it on the sheet, and mine are mine are physical touch and quality time. Okay, so Mason, will Evan, we'll start with you. Okay. Do you agree with the test results? Yes. Can you elaborate? Why do you think that those are your love languages? Because I'm really like a hug kind of person, and I feel loved when I get touched like when i give like a hug or things like that okay what about quality time um i am also a person that likes to spend time with people and i don't like to be alone correct when evan when we first started when covid first hit and we were all quarantining and the kids were doing school online. Evan is a very extroverted kid. And Evan was really struggling with the isolation from his peers and his teachers and everyone. The fact that he couldn't be around people, you could really tell that the isolation was getting to him. He craves that, that time with people yeah. and being close to people. And I would say even with like like Katie, he likes to go visit Katie quality mm -hmm. time again. Uh, who else do you like quality time with aside from your like immediate friends and family? I don't know, really. You like hanging out with Jessie when she's over? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's quality time and physical touch. Yeah. You would agree with it? 
What about gifts or words of affirmation? Where would you rate those two? I don't know. Do you like? Do you enjoy words of affirmation? Uh, yes. You are not a very good interviewer. <laughs> well, we can agree that his top two are very correct. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. And we knew that those were his top two you before he of, even took the. Would quiz. you think words of affirmation would be next? I don't know. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Acts of service. Uh, just those two are such a majority that you wouldn't even consider the other three. No, I'm just asking, buddy. I'm trying to interview you. I don't know. All right, Meso. Uh, My turn. Yes, yours were quality time and then words of affirmation. Yes. Do you agree with them? Yes. Okay, can you explain? Um, I like hanging out with people. Um, Not to the point that it's just like too much, but like every once in a while I like to hang out with people. Okay, what about your parents? He's getting better. Or your siblings, you like hanging out with them? You, yeah. Yeah? Okay, and then what about words of affirmation? Do you agree with that one? Yes. Uh, I like getting told like I do a good job or something. Because most of the time it's just like, oh, good job, man. And that just boosts me to do even better in what I'm doing. Do even better or continue at your level that you're at? Yes. Yes. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. So Mason's quality time, he is 33% quality time and 23% words of affirmation. And Evan was 35% physical touch and 24% quality time. And then his next one was receiving gifts. Words of affirmation for him was 12%. Interesting. And acts of service was six. <laughs> so those are pretty low. Um, okay. So for this next question, we'll just stick with your primary love language. Okay, so do you each remember it? Quality time. Uh, physical touch. Okay. So what ways do mom and dad show you your love language? Sometimes we'll watch a show together and we'll just get sitting on the couch and then just watch a show for hour, two hours maybe. <laughs> what else do we do for quality time? Would you say our car rides to and from like Scouts and Cap or quality time? Yes, we talk about just random stuff that happens throughout the day. Uh, what what have me and you been doing for quality time? Band of Brothers, bro. Oh, yeah. We uh, started binge watching Band of Brothers. We've been kind of slacking lately. Kind of haven't had time. <laughs> that is also true. But, uh, yeah, Band of Brothers is definitely the quality time uh, perfectionado. Is the definite way to spend quality time with your child. Evan, what, what ways do mom and dad I show you? I do not watch Band of Brothers with them. That is not my quality time what, time. What, what ways do mom and dad show you your love language, physical touch? Um, well, they normally, I feel like they give me many signs of physical touch. Like, they, you guys normally, like, hug me a whole bunch. You, like, cuddle me a whole bunch. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I hold your hand while we're sitting on the couch watching TV, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you like that? Yes. Yeah. It's because we're bros. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else for physical touch? Not really. Give me a, give me a, call me Beuska. Call me Beuska. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you what Jason Mila's are. Okay, and my question pertains to that. So Mila's main is words of affirmation. And Jace's is quality time. 
Okay. So do you think that you show Jason Mila their love language? Do you think you show it to them? As their sibling. Um, I normally like to spend a whole bunch of time with Jace. Um, whenever, like, I'm done with, like, all my chores or, and I'm done with my homework, I normally go outside in the front yard and we normally shoot a couple basketball hoops. Or you're shooting in your room. Or we're shooting yep. in they our do, room. Jace and Evan do share a room at the moment. Yes. So they have a lot of quality time. What about, what about sweet Mila? Words of affirmation. Does she like to hear that she does a good job and stuff like that? Yeah. She likes to get gifts a lot. <laughs> so I think that test may be a little wrong, but you know. But like when, when she makes something or does something and you say, good job, can you see her personality? Yeah, change? you just see her eyes brighten up. Yes, for sure. For sure. Definitely. When she has a project from school or something or cleans her room mm-hmm. yeah. and she wants to show you guys. And you guys say good job, and she does her little spin and says thank you. Yeah, that's a really big one. A really big one when you guys say that. Yeah. Words of affirmation is big for her. Yeah. Maybe a little too big, but <laughs> words of affirmation is her thing, Myself. that's for sure. Sweet loche. Sweet loche. So that's the questions I had for you guys. Yeah. Do you have any other comments or questions about love languages? Uh, I don't think so. I have no further questions. Okay. <laughs> Closing remarks, Mom, and then we'll move into the last part of the show. Um, one of the other things that we wanted to talk about is when your child misbehaves. So many parents, when our children misbehave, we ask, what can I do to change the behavior? And with that, when we want to change their behavior, we go into giving them a punishment for what they did. But instead of doing that, what we need to do is we need to say, what does my child need? Not how can I change them and their behavior, but what do they need? What, what do they need to stop doing this? Or what, do they, what are they not getting and that's why they're acting out? Like sometimes with Jace, we can tell when we're not spending enough time with them that he starts acting out. But as soon as we really focus on spending time with them, everything starts to settle down. Yep. And there are two reasons why our children misbehave. One is because they have an empty love tank, which means that we are not giving them enough love with their love language, with their primary love language. They don't feel enough love. You might be giving them love in other ways, but you're not giving them the love in their primary love language. And that's when children begin to act out. And then the other reason is because there's some kind of physical problem. They're ill or there's some kind of physical issue or mental issue or some something that we need to address. And that may be the reason why they're acting out. So within those two reasons that's where their misbehavior comes from. Either their love tank isn't full or there's a real issue underlying that is causing the misbehaving. There are times, obviously, that punishing our children is important, is appropriate. Necessary. That, we, that it's necessary, that they're doing something wrong and we need to punish them so that they understand or there needs to be a consequence for what they've done so that they understand that what they did was wrong and that they need to course correct. Correct. But we need to think about how we're punishing our kids. We need to respect their love language along with the punishment. So let's say Jace 
gets in trouble. And his primary love language is quality time. Grounding him to his room for a week is only going to empty his love tank even more because he isn't around people. He isn't around. He's not getting quality time with anyone. He's spending time alone. And all he's doing is thinking about how he's by himself. And that isn't filling up his tank. The only thing that's going to get him to course correct or filling up that tank so that his behavior changes. Because when we our love tanks are full, that's when we are our happiest. And that's when we're making the best choices. So on Sunday nights, me and mom always have a tank, a tank talk. We learn this at our marriage retreat that we talk about how full is our love tank and what can the other person do to fill up the love tank more. So that's something we can start with you guys. If we're filling your love tank, if we could do a better job, you so, let us know. So let's ask that question. How full do you think your love tank is currently? And is there anything that we can do to fill it more? I'm physically touching you right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Somebody go. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I have never done this before, so I'm not really experienced. Um I'd say it's quite full right now. I had a long day, a long good day, hanging out with all my friends and also got to watch a couple episodes, that's short for episodes, with my family. So it was pretty good. Yeah? Over the week, you'd say your tank's pretty full? Pretty good. Okay. Okay. I don't really know. Um, <clears throat> I feel like mine is also full because... I've been spending a lot of time with my family, my friends, and the people that love me. Okay. Awesome. Well, if you ever feel like your tank isn't full, you know who to come to, and we'll, we'll discuss how we can fill it up. So, so is that it? That's it That's for love, love languages. languages. For kids. That's love languages for kids. So we are going to do Peaks and Pits. Peaks and Pits. Evan, sing us a Peaks and Pits song. Quick, you're on the spot. Sing something. No. <laughs> yep, peaks and pits, pits and peaks. Hey, everybody, it's the peaks and pits of the week. That was not even the words. Sing, sing something. No. Okay. I'm tired. All right. So are we. So let's wrap it up. We got pick, Pete's and picks. Mason, Pete, peak, pit, peak, pits. Peak, pits. Dad likes to start with peaks. Give me a peak for the week, Mason. Peak. Um, Do you want me to go first? Uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, we started a new show. Oh, bro, that was one of mine. Oh, I dig it. Go ahead. Uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Yeah, how is it? It's the best. It's the best. It's pretty kick-ass. Sure is. <laughs> Pun intended, because it's about soccer. Yeah. Hey, yo. Evan, peak. <laughs> my peak is my show. That was one of mine, too. Of course it is. Gina Evan, do you have a, a plug, a shameless plug to... Go ahead. All right. So um, I am starring as Kurt in the Sound of Music at Theater 121 in Woodstock. At the Woodstock Opera House? Woodstock Opera House, yes. yes. And are tickets on sale? Tickets are on sale now. What dates? What are the dates of the show? All right. For April 8th, 9th, 15th, 16th, 22nd, and 23rd, the shows are at 8 p.m., and for April 9th, 10th, 16th, 23rd, and 24th, they're at 2 p.m. And there is no performance on Easter Sunday. Good to know. And they can buy tickets now. 
Where can they buy tickets at? You can buy tickets at www.theater121.org. Where does it say that at? Can they buy them there or the Woodstock Opera House.com? Both. 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 Awesome. Yeah. So get your tickets now. We've got two weeks till showtime. Mom, peak. Oh, um, my peak is that tomorrow's Mila's birthday. And next week is spring break. And I get two days off to spend with the kids. Nice. My peak is going to the gym. Even though it's crowded, I like lifting weights. And a pit is that 98% of the people there don't know what they're doing. But it's a judgment-free zone, so I'm not judging. (laughs) And another peak is I can't wait for my new gym to open where hopefully more experienced people go and there's not people doing weird things like curling in the squat rack. Okay, Evan, pit. Another pit, the rain. Another pit, we haven't been in the basement to work a lot. So it's been at a standstill and it's kind of bothering uh, my co-host Brandy and I. Yep. That's all for my pits. This is Kyle. Thank you. Oh, my pits are... Stinky. Oh! Sorry, bro. You're so mean. Okay. Um, That is not words of affirmation. (laughs) Okay, so um, my pit is that our rehearsals are going until 10, and I I get very tired very quickly. Yes, they are working hard, that is for sure, with two weeks left. Mason, pit. All righty. So uh, I have one pit uh, today, Friday. Don't know what day it is. Friday, March 25th. March 25th. Thanks for the information. Uh, we had time trials for track to get our all races uh, all set up. And I ran the 400 meter. And the thing about the 400 meter is that it's a sprint around the entire track. And it is definitely not fun to recover from. So that one laps a lot longer than you think, huh? Yep. Yep. And it's a dead-on sprint. Sure is. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. What was your time? One minute and six seconds. I did it one minute five the other day. <laughs> Brandy Pitt. That is not words of affirmation. <laughs> Tough. Tough love. I do agree. <laughs> Brandy Pitt. Um, it was a rough week for me. Yeah, you had some... You had it some, was... had it, some deep valleys there for a minute. <sighs> Brandy had some emotional days this week. Yep. Um. So it was hard. Um, Thankfully, I had my husband and my best friend Jackie and Cassie reached out to me. So um, that helped. Shout out, Cassie. And yeah, it was just a rough week. It ended well. So the the valleys, they didn't last long, but um, it was was an emotional one. Yeah. Yeah. So... I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode on Love Languages for Kids. Yes. Uh, so. But as always, you know, give us a give us a review and share, share, share. Yes. Please and thank you. We really appreciate it. Get us out there. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. Yes. Have a friend, tell a friend. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, if thank you're you, new, boys. welcome and you're welcome. <laughs> Never take my microphone again, son. I smash you. <laughs> So, hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you, boys, for coming in here. Yes, thank you, boys. You're welcome. It was fun. I love you guys. sure was fun. I love you. I love you, B. I love you, babe. Hope everybody has a great Monday and a great week. Yes. We have lots uh, of celebrating to do this weekend. I got to go blow up some balloons. And set up streamers. And wrap a present. I haven't done that. That was on your list for today. Yep. That was what I remembered mid- Mid Mid-podcast. Mid-podcast. So, thank you. This is Kyle. And Brandy. Living the life we love. 
podcast. I love you. I love you, babe. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love you, dude. I love you. Oh, man.